Welcome to the Ken Burns Show. Thank you so much for joining me right here on the BMG Network. And by the way, Merry Christmas. It is only in, what, five days that you're going to be celebrating with your family and your loved ones. And uh, man, it's a fantastic time of year um, because, listen, we get to spend time with our family and we get to do one of the best things we could possibly do, and that is giving. Giving is so special because receiving, of course, is, is fantastic too. However, there's something much more rewarding when we give, isn't there? Man, it's just such a, uh, a time to, to be with your children. Watch the expressions on their face. You remember when you were a little kid? It was the best thing. You were so excited. Uh, you could not wait. Things, of course, in this day and age is much different, um, but when we're celebrating it correctly... It's essentially the same. And uh, anyway, I say all to say, Merry Christmas. And, uh, and you know what? The New Year's coming up as well. And I won't be with you until next Monday, and that's going to be after Christmas. So I'll be saying Merry Christmas now. So again, thank you for joining me right here on the Ken Burns Show, only on the BMG Network. If you have not gone to the bmgnetwork.com, I implore you to do so because you'll find excellent content there. Uh, brand new column up by Ted Flint. Check that out. The Pack Perspective. Also, um, the Adrian Ross Show tomorrow. You do not want to miss this fantastic episode of the Adrian Ross Show with her guest. Uh, real life event, and it's unfortunate that this is actually happening in America. So, you know, I read stories like things that are happening with King Jong Un, and they had like 11 days of non, not allowed to laugh. That's what it is. Not allowed. You're not allowed to laugh for 11 days for the anniversary of his father, Kim Jong-il, or whatever his name is. Um, so yeah, so yeah, when we, when we think we have it hard, um, we can look no further than, than North Korea, and of course many other countries as well. Now the unfortunate thing is, is as many people know, if you're paying attention, um, things like the interview you'll hear with Adrian Ross tomorrow on her show, um, what's happening here in America it is truly, absolutely something that you would never think would happen here. But it is. Between the pushing for injections into your arm and mask mandates, not, not where I live, but New York and California especially, the bluest states are the most insane states we have. Did you hear me? The bluest, which I like the color blue, by the way, which is not what it stands for in the political realm, is the most insane states. It's unreal. And the red states are so less chaotic because I think people are using the right portion of their brain to do life. And also, they believe in life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness and that we have rights here in America. Apparently, you don't in certain places now. But that's not what I wanted to talk about. I'm trying to keep this a little bit lighthearted because, you know, Christmas is right around the corner. But, you know, you, you have to go out shopping, yet you have to do so in certain parts of the country with something over your face so that it seems like it's helping. It seems like it's doing something. What it's really doing is just saying you're one of those that comply. Now, some people might, be, might get angry at, at that statement because they really believe in, they say they believe in the science 
yet science has proven time and time again, yet it doesn't matter how much you present the evidence, how much you show the adverse effects of that, and not, by the way, not just in the aspect of health physically, but emotionally and mentally as well. It doesn't help at all. It's doing a disservice to you and to those around you and me too, by the way. But again, not here to chat about that so much. Don't really want to. I saw this story that, man, if it doesn't get you fired up, it says this. It was in The Guardian. Okay, it says, why are U.S. right-wingers so angry? And I don't really see us as the angry ones. I usually see that as the, as the left, the, the Pelosi's and the Schumer's of the world um, because they just look like they have a, a stiff, angry face all the time. But anyway, uh, why are U.S. right-wingers so angry? Because they know social change is coming. All right. There might be a righteous anger for sure, by the way. Absolutely. Um, because the, the change that the left is pushing is downright ungodly and wrong, to put it simply. But it says this. I won't read this whole thing. There's a lot here. It says, the American right might win the occasional battle, but they will never win the war against progress. And they say, while their fear and dismay is often regarded as rooted in delusion, Right-wingers are correct that the world is metamorphosing into something new and, to them, abhorrent. They're likewise correct that that version of history we tell matters. The history we tell today lays the groundwork for the future we make. The outrage over the 1619 Project and the new laws trying to censor public school teachers from telling the full story of American history are a doomed attempt to hold back facts and perspectives that are already widespread. And it goes on to say some other baloney. Um, but I will say this in this one particular paragraph, and you can get more of a hint of what this is all about. White people, white people, it's always got to be that way. <laughs> white people are not being replaced. But in many ways, a white supremacist history and society is. The statue of the general was removed earlier this year and will be melted down to be made into a new work of art under the direction of the Jefferson School African American Heritage Center. That's really all I want to say about that. Listen, here, here's the reality, and I'll put it in common sense terms. I've said this in many prior podcasts. We do, as Americans, have a history personally and collectively, all of us here today that live on this earth, we're not part of that particular history. Now, I'm not talking about in the 40s and 50s, 60s. I'm talking about when slavery was there, and not just slavery, but all of the historical events that occurred with all of the many, 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 many types of races and the like. You weren't there. I was not there. And quite honestly... The effects that we feel now, many times, come from the culture we are surrounded by. And sometimes they are self-inflicted because many people play something called the victim. What happens when we play a victim? We look to other people to feel sorry for us. In the long run, though, it doesn't help anybody out. Not the people around you and not you yourself or me myself 
because we don't grow. We just get more and more embedded in our victimhood mentality. And this is just this is not just a black and white thing. This is a, a human condition, a problem. And it is not helping anyone. But the people who are shouting from the rooftops that you are a victim, even though you're trying not to be, are only helping you. Yes, I'm talking about those of the blue states politically, are only helping you go deeper into your victimhood mentality, period. And the question, do you want to live as a victim and point the finger at everybody else? Now, listen, you get what I'm saying. I'm talking generally here. Do we really want to live like that? Is that helping anybody? Is it helping anyone? It's not. And it's so funny how we can tear down the statues of the past and put up statues of people who are supposedly these great heroes. It was only a few months ago after a, 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 a major trial occurred. You know what I'm talking about. This person has a statue after him and he was not at all a good person. He had a a good rap sheet. Yet somehow, we can look past that and make a statue of him and call that okay. But no, 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 no. Nobody else from the past that did amazing things for us in our country. Don't put a stat. Don't tear down that statue. Because man, I know I didn't live then. I don't. I, I know I don't know what they really did. I don't care. I'm only focusing on that, that 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 bad thing that I think is bad because the culture shouldn't have been that way at that time. Yet it was. And guess what? It was changed. So this article mentioned delusion. Yes, delusion though applies to people who really believe that history doesn't matter and we should tear it all down and burn it away. We should be teaching it properly so people know exactly what happened then because it's not happening now because there's people today who are delusional believing that that stuff still applies for today. Guess what? It doesn't. If you wanted to, yeah, keep talking about it. Keep that perspective. Have fun. You're only harming yourself and the people around you. But I look around today at what we have today, and it's so sad to think that any time you or I make a text message or a phone call or we write something on social media, you know, even if it's a joking manner, maybe it's just me. But many people I talk to, think the same way. They're about to write something funny back to me. And they think, man, oh man, I don't want somebody to get offended by my by this. What if the government's wa- like looking at my text messages? I don't want to think of that I really think this way. Like you have to be so cautious all the time. You feel like you're always being watched like a hawk. And essentially you are. Nothing's private anymore. Nothing. Nothing. And they don't want you to be yourself. They want you to be exactly who they need you to be for their purpose. I mean, after all this time, I I can't fathom how people don't get that yet. When you look at the cancel culture, you can turn, and I don't know if you ever watched some of the John Christ, um, he's a comedian, some of his canceled, he goes into the grocery store and, and cancels all the items. It's hilarious. And what makes it so hilarious is not just the jokes, but the ridiculousness of it. You can literally find anything that should be canceled because it's sure going to offend somebody out there. Somebody's going to be offended. The problem is, is everybody, not everybody, sorry. Many people are just looking to find a way to be offended. 
Well, that's no way to live, that's for sure. So I encourage all of us during this Christmas season, why don't we take a breath of fresh air, take a breather, enjoy it. Let's look to the very one who, yes, the date isn't exact when we celebrate his birth, but this is the time that we do it. Why don't we look to him? Really look to him, especially those who call themselves, as we call ourselves Christians, and we believe in what the the scriptures say, what love is. And I've, and I've seen these weird posts sometimes, whether it's it's black love. You know, I've, I'm, I'm learning about black love, and I'm learning love is love, period. It doesn't, it's not a black love. There's not a Hispanic love. There's not a, you know, Burmese love, American love. Yeah, sure, there's forms that are made up, but love absolutely comes from one place, and that comes from the very one who created it, period. So many of these problems would go away if we would look to the one who made and gives us love, unconditional, selfless, agape love. This goes for our personal relationships. This goes for us as a society. And it really is that simple. But again, aren't we all in some form or fashion stuck in our own ways? It's probably time to take this time, assess our current conditions, and think for once, if we haven't already, and be honest and think critically and constructively about what is going on and what the real problems are. Because the problems that we think are problems usually aren't. But man, we certainly do a great job at creating them, don't we? So anyway, when I look at an article like that one that I read earlier in the podcast, it just kind of makes me sick because when you think about what they think, what they say is progressive and they're progressing like the build back better. And I've seen someone post recently, you don't see anyone wearing a build back better hat. You don't because it's not anything that we can even describe because you don't know what's in that bill at all. See, when we saw Make America Great Again, we heard somebody speak about how they were going to do that and how they did do that and now how it's being dismantled today. And they call that white nationalism. That's insane. Just because you're trying to build up your country? So what is Kim Jong-un? Somebody who is literally keeping their people, his people, in essentially concentration camps being a dictator, telling them what they can and cannot do, or you will be, you know, find yourself dead. I mean, would we really hate it if Kim Jong-un all of a sudden had a change of heart and started lifting his country up and doing the best for his country? Isn't that what every leader in their country should be doing? And we're supposed to, as Americans, feel horrible that they're not doing that? Now, I feel bad for the people that are being affected by horrible leaders, including Americans today, whether you believe that or not. We have horrible leaders above us right now. I just think we need to absolutely assess the situation, maybe in a way that many people have not done before. And maybe our perspectives need to change because many people do have the wrong perspective. I have the wrong perspective in certain areas of my life. But if you're not actually trying to get the right perspective, then guess what? You shouldn't even say anything because it means that you're stuck in your ways and you don't care. That's the problem. There is right and there is wrong. It's not about who's right and who's wrong. It's about what is right and what is wrong, period. Anyway, I am talking about that and I said I was going to leave it lighthearted, so here we go. I want to say that I am so pleased to announce that we have a brand new 
podcaster on the bmgnetwork.com. This podcaster is Madeline Flint, who is the daughter of Ted Flint. So it's fantastic to have family uh, t- working together on the BMG Network. The title of this new venture for Madeline Flint is called The Essentials. And I cannot wait to uh, present you with her first pilot episode, which is coming out this week. So be looking for that. I believe Thursday or Friday will be the day that Madeline goes live and you're going to love this podcast. And uh, I really look forward to hearing the feedback from this particular podcast. So be looking for that. Also, again, make sure you check out the Adrian Ross Show tomorrow, Tuesday, because what an amazing, like I said, real life, real story, something that literally just happened, interview that she'll be having tomorrow with somebody, with a guest. And then, of course, you have the Pac-Man Show on Wednesday. Uh, all that happening for you. Again, go to the bmgnetwork.com. There, again, you can find the PAC perspective. There are the columns there with uh, Ted Flint where you can comment, like, share, and you can absolutely subscribe, and we'd love for you to do that. And lastly, I'm very happy to announce that maybe you've seen it on Facebook. We have BMG shirts and show shirts, which will be very shortly available for you to order on the bmgnetwork.com on our soon-to-come merch page. So we are excited for that. If you would like one, um, you can absolutely send us an email now and uh, we can be prepared to send you one. Uh, we'll, we'll, of course, we'll let you know the pricing, everything like that. Uh, you can always contact us at info at the bmgnetwork.com. That's info at the bmgnetwork.com or email me directly, kburns at the bmgnetwork.com. You can always find us on Facebook. And if you have not yet checked us out on Facebook, the BMG Network, please do like, uh, subscribe, follow, and share, and please uh, rate us if you have a moment. Uh, very easy to do. Uh, just give us a five-star rating, and also please uh, write a review if you have the chance. We would love to hear your thoughts of the BMG Network. And if you have not yet reviewed and rated uh, this show on Apple Podcasts or whatever podcast platform you listen, I really appreciate it. Please write a review. It really does help uh, me and the network out And I would love to read your review right here on The Ken Burns Show. So again, thank you so much for tuning in. Be looking out for all that uh, great stuff on the way. And uh, listen, I'll catch you back here after Christmas on Monday, which is going to be fantastic. So Merry Christmas from all of us here at the BMG Network. God bless you guys. And again, I'll catch you Monday right here on The Ken Burns Show, only on the BMG Network. The Ken Burns Show was produced, edited, and recorded in the BMG Studio. Music by Kevin McLeod. For more episodes of The Ken Burns Show, go to the bmgnetwork.com or find The Ken Burns Show on Facebook. And please join us again as we bring you more dynamic content. Oh,